You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Chad Hunsberger, as always. And today I am in Uganda, and so uh, that's why the sound might be a little bit different than normal, but I am just thrilled to have with me my brother Chris Mobs, uh, who is serves here with a ministry called Four Corners, uh, and just have had uh, the blessing of serving with him. Chris, how are you doing today? Doing great. It's good to have you out here and good to be talking into your phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, uh, I've been here a few times with Chris and was uh, had the blessing. Part of the ministry here is to train up and equip pastors, along with a variety of other ministries here. Um, and this this week, in fact, we were with uh, some 18 different tribes, mm-hmm. uh, able to to share the truth with them and remind them and encourage them in their work. But I wanted specifically to talk with you, Chris, um, about some of your understanding of suffering and the realities of the gospel and how those play together. Uh, some of your story has certainly included that, but you're also surrounded by brothers and sisters in Christ who have experienced suffering that, that maybe for many of us in the States we, we do not experience. Um, and, and so there's a variety of kinds of suffering. And so uh, I thought it would be good for us to just take some time to think through uh, what all that, how, how relying on the Lord through suffering and why we should expect it or should we expect it um, and those sort of things. And so I kind of want to give you opportunity to share as you in ways that you feel would be best. Yeah. So, I mean, no one ever wants to be an expert on suffering, and mm. I'm certainly not that. Uh, and yet I am here surrounded by people who have genuinely suffered in ways that our American minds can't uh, wrap themselves around. Um, we work amongst a, uh, a war-torn people group for over 24 years. There was guerrilla warfare out here. We could go into all sorts of uh, details about the the misery that some of these people have been through and the, uh, being captured and, and taken off and desensitized in so many different ways. And so, um, yeah, and then I've experienced a bit since I've been here on the mission field myself, just uh, due to circumstances and the sovereignty of God uh, bringing suffering into mm-hmm. my life, allowing maybe the best word, suffering mm-hmm. in my life. Uh, and so, yeah, to, to first question, to answer your first question, yeah, we should expect suffering. I mean, the Bible is very clear about that, that we ought to expect um, uh, not just persecution, but just suffering in general, because we know we live in a broken world. But I will. I mean, I guess I'll go ahead and share part of my story and then yeah, let you ask good. any sort of questions about it. Um, so it was August uh, 9th, I think, uh, 2019, um, actually had dropped off some pastors from your mm-hmm. church right. and was driving the six hour, six and a half hour drive north. And one of the things you notice about uh, whenever you're here in, in Uganda is that people walk right alongside of the road. And uh, on this particular day, I was driving back home by myself and a precious five-year-old girl uh, ran right out in the middle of the road as I was driving. And so I slammed on my brakes and turned the wheel as hard as I could, flipped my car, ended up upside down in a ditch and I suffered a very minor concussion, never lost consciousness, but uh, the the precious girl lost her life mm. that day. I couldn't 
I couldn't avoid her. And so um, in that moment, just kind of knowing in that moment that that, you know, had just happened, um, uh, crawling out of my broken windshield and then all of a sudden hearing from a local passerby, we've got to get you out of here because they will come with their spears and their machetes and they will uh, enact justice. And, and I knew that to be a reality. You know, I'd heard stories about that before. They, they believe that you ought to appease the spirit immediately uh, whenever mm-hmm. an accident like that happens. And so I was blessed to have someone pick me up out of that ditch and carry me to a local hospital where I had very minor, minor injuries. But just dealing with that reality, knowing that I was in part responsible for the loss of a, of a precious, beautiful little girl um, was, was rough. And, you know, it makes you question, God, why, why did you bring me here to this mission field? Because it, it feels like it wouldn't have happened in America because they don't walk right alongside the street. And yet I know suffering exists everywhere. And so just processing through that was a challenge for me. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. So that's, that's yeah. my story. Yeah. So I think it's helpful. Something you said um, that, that we all experience suffering, right? And, and sometimes when, when, we, when we preach on suffering or when suffering gets talked about, um, it, is, it is like relegated to persecution. Mm. Uh, that there is bad guys who don't like Christians. We think about Saul, the, the persecutor who stoned Stephen. And so we, we relegate all suffering to that. And so we, we put all suffering in that category. And so it only happens in North Korea. Mm. Um, or we go to the other side and we put everything, you stub your toe and you're suffering for the Lord. And you, you, and, and so there's something about an understanding that it seems to be, maybe you could bring clarity, but it seems to me that, that when you talk about war torn, poverty stricken, and when you talk about these sorts of things, corrupt government, those are things that exist uh, because sin exists, right? Uh, in fact, in some of those ways, it's because people choose to sin. Mm-hmm. Your accident was not because you chose to sin mm-hmm. and not because that girl necessarily certainly chose to sin, mm-hmm. but because sin exists. Mm-hmm. So, so suffering in that sense, it just means that it, it is going to exist, right? Yes. It, it's not. It's not more or less than that. Well, it's a. It's an inevitable result of rebellion against God, that that just permeates all of culture and all of society. It's again, like you said, not directly related to. I mean, I wasn't driving erratically that day. She wasn't doing anything certainly sinful. Um, it is just woven into the fabric of um, a broken world. Mm. And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right. Sometimes we want to say, "Oh, it's, it's the devil. The devil's in everything, and he's always bringing about suffering." But really, it's just it's just the way it is as a result of our sin. That ultimately is is designed or allowed in God's design that it might show us our need for a savior. Mm. And I cannot tell you how much those days really locking myself in this very room Mm -hmm. with my guitar and my Bible, you know, just wrestling with God, asking the why questions. I think he's a big God. He can handle those things. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the same time being drawn to him, knowing that if I don't trust in a sovereign God, then I'm, then I'm out of here. 
then I'm done. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, you know, if, if, if a sovereign God hasn't enraptured my heart, I'm done being a Christian. Right. Because there is so much suffering. And I've seen that in some of my friends' life even. Uh, as, as suffering has entered their life, they have then said, well, then God must not exist. But for me, it did just the opposite. Because God has enraptured my heart, it drove me to Him mm-hmm. to say, God, how I, I need you. And if I did not trust that God was sovereign over the steps of that little five-year-old girl, then I'm out of here. I'm done. But I do trust that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's so helpful for us to see because then I think about the person who might be listening right now who has not had that kind of accident, mm-hmm. but who has had cancer mm-hmm. or whose parents uh, argue a lot mm-hmm. or whose child is rebellious or whose... Uh, even even maybe more minor, uh, struggling at their job, right? There's, a, there's again, a variety of on the spectrum of, of suffering. Uh, but if, if, you, if, if through that you can rest in a, a God who is sovereign, then maybe, maybe they too can rest in a God that is sovereign over cancer, a God that is sovereign over uh, the death of a loved one, uh, the, a God who is sovereign over, uh, yeah, the loss of life or the loss of the ability to walk or the loss of ability to have strength anymore or whatever the, the thing is. And so it seems like that, that not just seems like it is that, that that's where the gospel, an understanding, a clear understanding of the richness of the gospel uh, affects our interpretation of suffering. Mm. Because am I Right. Absolutely. I mean, the only person who has unjustly suffered is Jesus. Mm. I mean, the reality is it's when when we allow suffering to derail our faith, it is a a misunderstanding of the holiness of God and the sinfulness of man. And somehow thinking that God owes us peace and 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 an intact family and all these different things is a misunderstanding that, no, God, what we really deserve is, is sin and suffering all the time. Mm-hmm. And so what we ought to do is, is praise Him for the moments that we, we do experience joy and we do experience happiness and we don't have suffering currently in our lives, um, knowing that those are but a glimpse of how uh, He's designed our eternity to be. He is the giver of all things that is good. Anything that happens that is bad is what we ought to, to, to have all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I would I would just say this is why I remember being asked in uh, my ordination if there was what's the like the most challenging thing or the thing I wanted to go deeper wanted to learn more and I think uh, I think this might have been the one thing I got right in my ordination uh, council well, you got ordained so yes yeah, well, so, yeah. yeah. uh, but I remember saying I really just want to go deeper in the gospel mm. it's when we think that the gospel is merely a prayer that we pray in order that we get baptized, in order that we can join the church, in order that we can stay out of hell and be in heaven, that we, that we miss the holiness of God, the sinfulness of man. It's, it's, it's when we miss it, that we think it's the black bead, the red bead, the white on your, on your bracelet. Yeah, yeah. And it's when, but when we understand that, that it's the gospel that affects our marriage. It's the gospel that affects our cancer. It's the gospel that affects a car accident with a five-year-old girl. It's the gospel that affects uh, poverty and war-torn and all of these different types of suffering. And it's the gospel that takes us through persecution. Yeah. 
So I, I would just say it maybe as a word of encouragement to those who are listening, uh, dive deeper into the richness of the gospel that we might be able to uh, thrive in who God is, in in his graciousness to us, and in that, in the sufficiency of Christ mm. and who he is. You, you talked about sitting in this very room and going to the Word with your guitar, singing songs, uh, some of praise, Maybe maybe writing some of lament, mm. uh, reading psalms, uh, reading passages of scripture, lamentations, wherever else, yeah. uh, and it is and so it is good for us to to think both of suffering and to think of the gospel in the same breath, not in not in two separate ones, but in the same. Only in the light, the shadow of the gospel, and the shadow of the cross, does any of this stuff make sense? Mm. Can we see anything clearly? Otherwise, it is vanity, vanity, all is vanity, sure. right? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm man. I got, I got to look. I look back at that moment, and I, I wouldn't wish that suffering on anyone. And yet, I sit here today, and I'm thankful for it. Mm-hmm. And that seems so weird. I mean, even as it comes out of my mouth, it seems strange, right? Because right. I'm certainly not thankful that it happened, but I'm thankful for the lessons that have come sure. from sure. Uh, that incident. And I, and that even that he's still teaching me. Now that doesn't mean that I know the reason why. I certainly wish it didn't happen. And I don't, you know, there's not this other side of the story where right, the whole right. uh, uh, family came to faith in Christ. Not, none of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't really right, know right. why God brought that. And yet at the same time, I see what he's done for me, through me, in my life to teach me, to mature me, to equip me, to handle others that are going through suffering they don't understand. Mm-hmm. So only, only in the shadow of the cross does any of this make sense. Yeah. Well, Chris, I thank you so much for sharing your story yeah, and appreciate that. Any more thing else you would add to that? Uh, just that you're awesome, Chad. Just that you're awesome. <laughs> uh, that's, that's one way to finish this that's episode. Say, right? Yeah, that's great job. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Now, uh, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And I always enjoy my time here at Four Corners Ministries and the gift that it is to us. Uh, I hope that you listeners have uh, in, enjoyed this episode. I hope that you found it helpful. If you have, you can share it on social media, uh, rate it, review it, those kind of things. And uh, I do hope you have a great rest of the day. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.